Podcast Johnson. I want answers. No. You are listening to I Want Answers. No. The podcast where guests are asked specific questions on a topic to answer immediately and without hesitation. I Want Answers. No. Three of my four cats down here. I'm in my basement doing it, and I got three of them, so... Any of them in your beard right now? Yes, they're hiding in my beard. Nice. And they're supplying me with the cat piss that I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> Hello, welcome one and all to uh, installment four of I Want Answers Now. The show where I just have a specific topic, and I asked two people, for the most part, very specific questions about that. This is going to be a little bit different. I have two, uh, two good friends on here. Uh, that I've uh, played in bands with, that we've all briefly played in a band together at one point, as I remember today earlier. Uh, but we are all very much fans of a band called Faith No More, and I thought that was a fitting topic to uh, just to, to chat up with a, a couple of fellow longtime fans of the band. So we're going to do that. Before we get into it, we'll introduce the people. Uh, we have my fellow friend and podcaster, Kevin, who uh, he and I, with some other friends, record Secret Underground Hideout, Black and White Fright, and he also does, what, Wicked Horror Show? Yeah, Wicked Horror Show, and um, I've, I've been guesting on um, uh, That Strange Show a bit recently as well. Oh. But yeah, the Wicked Horror Show, which is every Tuesday night live on Facebook and YouTube, and then like a month later, that audio goes up, or like a month ahead, goes up for the audio podcast. But it's live for the chat room and everything. fun. So the next season of that strange show, will you become a regular? You're just like a guest recurring role right now. Yeah, sure. We've been having Angel on Wicked Heart Show from time to time as well. Like he comes crossovers. On. Yeah. And um, other guest uh, is Wally. I don't know if he wants to give his last name or not. Uh, purveyor of cat piss. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Magnuson, a proud Viking. In, yes. In more than one way. Um, yeah. But, and also a, a great guitar player, mm-hmm. I, might, I might add. Thanks. He is Kev. a yeah. lefty. You're a lefty, right? He's a lefty, yes. but he's a righty, strung righty, right? Exactly. Yeah. He's also um, body slammed <laughs> me on stage before. Oh. Uh, you were anywhere near the Cove um, back in the late '90s. You may have seen us pretend wrestle, uh, where yeah. we wouldn't even be touching each other. We would just be pulling our uh, things and whatever, and pretending to do wrestling moves and just laughing uh, because we're adults. You may have seen while I get pants by one of the vocalists or me so, <laughs> all the time. So, so, yeah, so I uh, I started my musical career in Worcester, Massachusetts in the mid to late 90s in a band called Chillum, which Wally was in already when I, uh, when I joined. And over the course of uh, some years, uh, I departed that band, and then I started a band called Paco, and then Kevin became part of that. And then Wally became part of that for a, a stint. Yeah, yes. for a few shows, a few like a few shows. Really, really cool shows. Yeah, so his yeah, uh, exactly. Opening up for Wesley Willis. Yeah, yeah right. was were you on for the Voluptuous uh, Heroes of Karen Black show as well? No, I wasn't. At oh, that I oh, she didn't get to see eggs, paint-filled eggs smashed off a woman's vagina on stage. No, I missed that. Oh. I, I heard about it, but <laughs> I got some of that egg paint. On my shirt, <laughs> you got pregnant. I did, but yeah. So we all we all knew each other and played in bands, and we did you know we did like goofy four track stuff back then. But we all, um, I think, what helped in, in being able to play in bands together was our shared interest in Faith No More. Mm-hmm. 
That's, uh, we could you know talk about that and played them often and covered something here or there, I'm sure, or wanted to or wanted tried to. to. Just yeah. Like, yeah. So we're going to talk about them. And uh, actually, um, Kevin and I were supposed to see them. This is being recorded in February of 2021. Kevin and I were supposed to see them in September of last year, but the pandemic. I'm wearing my, uh, I'm wearing my hand shirt. Yeah, uh, the one they because uh, the tour got canceled and the the yeah. roadies were going broke, so they just did it to support the roadies. That's nice. Yeah, so I bought so, a shirt. So we were gonna uh, go see them at uh, I still call it the Great Woods in Mass. Yeah, it's at the Xfinity Center now sure. in Mansfield, something like that. But on the way out, I, I said, "Hey, let's maybe we can record a little bonus bullshit episode about Faith and the More since we like them, and we didn't because we didn't go to the show. So we're putting in this show, and we get to do it now. Yay! Yeah, hopefully it'll come back around. Yes, I hope so too. I know they've already have like overseas shows planned for, I think this year later. So we'll see. Uh, so it's still gonna be some general like favorites and how you get into them and all that good stuff. So we'll we'll start with Wally. Is this only your second podcast ever, Wally? By the way, yeah, actually, yeah, this see. is my second one. Yeah, you were <laughs> you were you were a guest on the wrestling one I do with uh, Mike every other Monday's main event to talk about some uh, bloody matches and bloody matches. Yeah, that's right. And all the all the sweet spots for you. <laughs> All the things that get you super wet, I'm sure. With caps. <laughs> uh, but so, um, what, at what point did you get into Faith No More? Um, actually, the first time I heard of the band, it was summer of 1989, and I picked up the uh, I bought the real thing on cassette before I even heard the band. Was, but did, I was going like the album cover. You one of those guys? Yeah, I, I, I was, I was looking at I was looking at the album cover, and I saw they were on a Slash Records label, and I looked at the the, the list of songs and said, "Oh, they do a cover of War Pigs. Heck, this sounds pretty interesting." And uh, popped it in, and I was like, "Whoa!" The first uh, thing that uh, popped me was uh, Jim Martin's guitar tone on that album. I have and, to say, uh, since you bring that up, have you either of you read this book that all you three of us can see? Their their book, Small Victories. No, no, I've been wanting to get that for Good. years now. Oh my goodness, get it? Because with the actual yeah. talk, I think for that one in particular, they talk about how he would labor hours in the morning before recording sessions, getting the right tone for his guitar. He was obsessed. Wow, I yeah. believe it. Yeah, yeah, it's just over the part in his hair as well, and how many pairs of glasses <laughs> wear at the same time. Yeah. I could definitely what color bring glasses to wear. To, yep. Yeah, and he was always he was always daydreaming about growing giant pumpkins down yeah, the road. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, that's funny that I'm I'm surprised you're a little bit older than than Kevin and I. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I I um I used to always you know more often than not bad choices, but I would often buy cassettes without any context. I'm like, oh, this is something, but it often wasn't. But actually, uh, I have MTV to thank. I, I saw Epic, that music same. video. Yeah, same, same for you, Kevin. Yeah. yeah, and that's like, oh, this is very different and yeah. exciting and there's this hand with an eye in it and there's lightning bolts and there's a weird guitarist with a huge part in his hair and it's raining inside and there's a fish so i want to know mm-hmm. more about this yeah just, yeah. I just think seeing it repeatedly on mtv and i actually that means i've listened to them longer than you because i think it was like april that i saw them so in your face wally oh, ah, dang oh, it <laughs> with, with uh with me like uh like growing up i was really into like i was into like rock and i was into rap and so it was kind of like, oh, it's like a marriage of the two, and like this yeah, is right. amazing. And, and it was uh, just that one song, but still. exactly. But 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 still, like, um, yeah, I went and I got the album, and the album is is just it's really good. I mean, it's it was really tough because you asked us to rank the albums uh, as well. Yeah, it's really it's really hard. 
because I, I mean, I do, I do love them all, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's weird. But, but anyways, yeah, that, that was the first time uh, I got into them and I was super into them. Same deal. I had it on cassette. I would listen to it nonstop. I would listen to it till the batteries would die on my Walkman because I would listen to it like in school, everything. And, um, I even, I met my friend Matt Boynton because, uh, he had the same haircut that Mike Patton had where it was all shaved around. Yeah. No, no, it was shaved around. Remember when we had it shaved around like ponytail up top and I was like, Hey, you have the, the faith no more hair. And he's like, fuck you. (laughs) That's how we met. He was my next door neighbor. And, uh, and then we, we that night we went to go see uh this was a band that I went out and bought the album because of the the uh the cover same deal well, I, we went out and saw we, we saw white trash that night of all bands uh, and um they were very loud but um and then we ended up like jamming together and we had a band and it was uh, that's how we met was because I was like you have the faith on my haircut and he's like fuck you mm-hmm. and we became friends hey yeah we're still friends now speaking on that did uh since Kevin's bassist and Molly's a guitarist, I did not play even attempt to play keyboard seriously until uh, after I, I graduated from high school. Did you, were you guys ever playing Faith No More for fun on your instruments? Yes. Or, or trying to incorporate it in whatever bands you may have been in? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah definitely. I was in a speed metal band uh, before Chillum back in 90, 91, and we would do. Um, we attempted to do surprise you're dead and <laughs> basically the war uh, faith and more's war pigs version you know from the uh you fat bastards where the singer would actually flub the lyrics like Patton did exactly yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's about it and up until then you know that faith and more has always been a huge influence of mine and just this past two three years ago i've been playing in a uh faith and more tribute band with oh, like right. friends that we know yeah rick Golden yeah. and chris yes that that's a blast i'm What's sure it, uh, what was it called uh faith no mosley right okay was it just mostly or was it anything uh, yeah the, the original uh idea was we were gonna do right after chuck mosley passed away we were gonna just uh do a one-off show and do the the uh, entire introduce yourself album but then we just had had so much fun with it we started incorporating Patton songs a couple of mr bungle tunes and so far we three four years now we've played about maybe less than a half dozen shows so far did so, you really incorporate the entirety of the bends into your set <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that and uh yeah and and the last track with just the noises and yeah I got you with, with the trumpets and yeah. Yep. The only thing I I did have like a, a Casio keyboard that I got like in like middle school, so I would always I figured out how to play the um the the, the keyboard part from um uh, falling to pieces. That was the one thing. Like oh, I can oh. play Faith No More, but just that. <laughs> I went out and a, a flange pedal uh, just so I could play the little bass solo in uh, kindergarten on oh. uh, on Angel Dust. Yeah, like that, that was like my whole reason for going out and getting a flange pedal. Did you ever try to mimic Billy Gould's uh, fashion style in the late '80s with like sweatpants and a metal shirt and skipping around stage? Uh, well, you know for a fact I've never skipped around stage. I know. Um, yes, you, were, you are. Those days, I definitely would wear t-shirts and sweatpants. So, yes. as our uh, former, I had a pretty good at the same time. Yeah, Eric, so. Eric used to say that uh, we played as Paco once at, at his club. Uh, 
and he said that he, he swore he saw a, a pigeon land on your shoulder during our set. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. It is yeah. what it is. You know, it's day. It's great. It's me. It was, Calm it down. Was, it was your personality. It was a man staying very stoically still on stage with a wrestling mask. I was there's um, a lot of stuff going on. I wanted to make sure I was not messing it up too all much. All right, take it easy. Calm down. <laughs> Why am I defending myself? Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. I was I was supposed to throw myself off stage and hurting myself. Anyway, right, so let's rank them albums. Um, uh, Kevin, since you said you had difficulty, let's let's hear yours first. I want to hear you pain your way through it. Do you want me to go like at least first? least least to uh yeah least the best? Do I have to give a reason why? No, you don't have to. Okay. If you want to, but you don't have to. And it's, and it's again, this is painful because I I do generally in I, I love all of the albums. Um, yeah. Obviously, some of them more than others, but and some of them are in a spot where I'm just like oh, I feel bad for putting it there. Shit, you know. But anyways, and so I just did the studio albums. I'm assuming, right? We're not just the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seven albums. Number seven, um, I put We Care a Lot. Um, just because I mean, there's some really great songs on it, hmm. but. When it comes to the to the Mosley stuff, it's yep. my least favorite of the two. Is it too much? Not, not enough. Um, <laughs> but it has like as the worm turns is on that album, right? Oh yeah, and I absolutely love that song. Mm -hmm. You know, but I but on introduce yourself, it's got some other awesome songs like and song and um, yeah. Let's do know. this too. Since you're, when you're naming an album, if you have any uh, favorite or favorites for each album, if you want to. All right. So, um, for we care a lot. It's uh, as the worm turns. Yep. Um, then I actually put the new one, the this the Soul Invictus, uh, number six. It's a it's a good album. I like it, but it's it's not a classic to me. Um, it's, it's still so. What is it? Two thousand fifteen. It came out. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, then I have introduced yourself, and again, um, uh, which I'm gonna call it, um, and song. Um, I'm trying to think what else is on that album. Did you have a favorite on Soul Invictus or no? Was it too new for that? It's kind of too new. I mean, I, I in general, like it's mm -hmm. it's kind of my last go to, to be honest with you. Um, you know, it's a good album. Um, yeah. So then I have the real thing, which is kind of blasphemous. But but I'll be honest with you, like uh, I I find myself skipping past songs a lot. Really? Yeah. There's some songs I just don't want to. I, I mean, it's it's kind of like the whole under the bridge curse. You've heard it way too much. <laughs> so it's so like okay, I really don't want to fit them more in Red Hot Chili Peppers. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But um, but there's a great album. I mean, there's great songs on that album, obviously. Um yeah. uh Surprise You're Dead mm -hmm. um is is actually on my on one of my other lists. Um and what is it, Zombie Eaters? Zombie Eaters, yeah. Like I just love I mean, it's a it's a fantastic album. It got me into them, obviously, but there's there's only certain tracks I go to. I don't. I'm uh, unlike Wally. I'm not a fan of the War Pigs cover, um, because I'm not a I'm not a, a Sabbath guy. Like I never have been. I was just kind of like, oh Jesus. <laughs> um, but um, so then after that, I have King for a Day, mm -hmm. um, and King for a Day. There's that that's got uh, Gentle Art of uh, Making Enemies on it. Yep, that's probably yep. my favorite song on that album. Um, then I have Angel Dust, which is that that that. that one and two were kind of really, really tough for me because I, I love Angel Dust. The first mm -hmm. time I saw them was on that tour. Yep. And it's a great album. I think it's a great album from beginning to end. But again, there are some songs that I'm like more likely to skip on that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have uh, Album of the Year. Um, 
Yeah, is my number one. And that, that's changed. That's changed in the last probably year. So that was lower and it's made its way up? It was probably it was probably swapped. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you have any favorites off of that then? If it's your number um, one. I went through them all before. Let me look. I'm looking. You don't know immediately? I'm naked in front of the computer. and um, Good name too. Mouth to Mouth. Is, yes. a, is a is a ridiculously good song mm-hmm. and um and actually there's um what is it uh one song i was gonna bring up uh, it was a land of sunshine yeah land of sunshine yeah. whenever i try out a new bass like whenever i'm so at someone's house or whatever if i'm at a music store that's that's my go-to like still um i yeah, just play, i just play land of sunshine i don't know why it just naturally happens nothing wrong with that no not at all so that's that's my seven, and I, I feel guilty for all of it. Yeah, I hope you do. I'm going to remind you of that forever. Okay. To the grave. Yeah, have it like etched into my headstone. <laughs> yep. For shame. Uh, Wally, how about you? Let's see. Again, this is really tough because I love I all, all seven of these albums. But um, number seven, I go I went with the We Care A Lot. Because it's probably the one I listen to the least. There's some great songs on that album, though. Mark Bowen, as the worm turns, Jim is an amazing piece, right? The, you know, pills for breakfast, mm-hmm. excellent album. Uh, number six, Soul Invictus. The only reason it's at six is because I, I actually listened to it in its entirety this morning. I just realized how great uh, guitarist John Hudson is. The guitar mm-hmm. work is amazing and like uh, sunny side up yeah matador from the dead is so many great tunes but just um as far as the go-to faith and more albums that's that's gonna get a little bit more on a rotation number five uh and i put the real thing because i this is the first i listened to that all the time when it came out uh again and the songs on that album that we play in the cover band is probably the, the most fun to play. Which like, one is from, you play? Uh, we, we do uh, From Out of Nowhere. Nice. Off that one. And uh, what else do we do? I think right now we, ju- we just do From Out of Nowhere at the moment. We don't even do Epic in our st- set list. We just well, that's that's the thing is it's, it's really, it's kind of overdone. You know, yeah. I mean, it's what introduced a lot of us to, or a lot of people. Like whenever I bring, when, if I bring up Faith and More to anybody, that's automatically what they think they are. Oh yeah, oh that band who does an epic song, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And it's nothing like anything else they've ever, like anything else they've done on that album too. It's like yeah. Polar Opposite, like the real thing and Zombie Eaters and yeah, yeah, great stuff. Um, number four, album of the year. Um, my favorite song on it. I'm one of my more favorite songs to play is ashes to ashes mm. it's a fun guitar song to play uh, pristine is on here strip search mouth to mouth you know. uh let's see what else. number three is introduce yourself that that was after hearing the real thing uh, a friend of mine is like oh you're into faith no more i go i'm like yeah he's like dude you gotta listen to the earlier stuff and he gave me a cassette with uh, the first two like a week after i bought the real thing and uh just it's so different like it's it like is. it's amazing like what a change in a singer can can when do I, when i first heard that i'm like what's wrong with his voice why does he sound <laughs> yeah. like i didn't i didn't know i was like you know 12 yeah it's a joke 
Yeah. yeah. Did you have a cold? Yeah. They probably should have waited until he got better before they uh, recorded it. Did he have <laughs> yeah. Parkinson's? Huh. My first reaction was, why such a, a good band like this got such a crappy singer? But then He's his so voice gro grows on you. It's like, yeah. okay, I yeah. get what you're trying to get at. It's funny. Like, it, like there's the yeah. thing. It's like the songs may not, like his lyrics may not be that great, but I don't know. Like Ann's song. I love Ann's song because they, they just for the line followed by Janilla, who's got the cream soda. Who's got the cream soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do we have here? That's when he says that too. <laughs> <laughs> the guitar solo is a bitch to play too. It's like is it? Right. Oh, do you yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the music video? I did. Yeah, years it's, ago. It's like it's a pretty standard music video, but when the guitar solo comes, there's like an extra hand yeah. playing. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, standout tracks on that album, Chinese Arithmetic, is one of my all-time favorite Faith No More songs. It's just a rocker. It's Spirit, Crab Song, R&R. &R. Faster Disco is another great song. That mm. we play. Um, let's see, number two, King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime. That album, if, if I had to put a, a rank of like the top five albums that came out of the entire decade of the 90s, I always include that album because um, it's just from start to finish. It's just an amazing album with Trey Sperantz playing guitar on that album and credited with some of the songwriting. Mm. It's just phenomenal album. Uh, let's see, turn to see some standout tracks. Jesus Christ, I, go, I wrote like 12 songs off that <laughs> album. Whole album. I, had the, I, had yeah. the I was like, favorite songs. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be listening it's to like, yeah, it. everything. Yeah, exactly. Star AG is an amazing tune. Oh yeah, I think that they really went some 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 wild directions on that album, like Star AD or like um, Evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah Evidence. Yeah, like to Cuckoo for Kaka, you know, they go from <laughs> one extreme to the other. Then yeah, they, they, they hit gospel with Just a Man, and yeah, almost like a Jane's Addiction type of tune with. Um, Oh, what the hell's the name of the song? Not King, King for a Day, but the, the one right after that. Ah, oh, shit. I don't have it down here. Fuck it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, what a day? No, not what a day. It was, it was a longer one. The or last it, no? no, it is King for a Day. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. It is, it's kind of like a long. Yeah, it's like six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah. yeah. And number one I put is uh, Angel Dust. Yeah, you made the right call. Come on, like, no, no. <laughs> I, I love Angel Dust, but there there are some stuff that I like. I, there's there's things I just skip over because I've heard it so much. Like I did it to myself. Yeah, you know? it's such a good album. Yeah, it is. And and it's again, it's it's great from beginning to end. But there's there's stuff that like like I don't even know if they even play live. Like like do they ever play like Jizz Lobber or Crack Hitler live? Like maybe when they, they toured originally. Probably. When he toured originally, they did. Yeah, I saw, I I saw them at the at uh, the Worcester Auditorium for that for this album for Angel Dust. Oh, and when he played with Primus? Was no, it no, that? it was Helmet. Oh, hel oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was Shit. Helmet. And actually, here's a a little thing that Bill, you don't know these guys, but uh, Wallywood. Oh, look at that little cat, meow. Um, hey. So I was all excited because on stage the whole show. In the in like on the side of the stage, Super Greg and Super Greg and Water Park were there. Oh wow! They met, um, 
like some of the guys. Um, yeah, with Roddy Bottom. Yeah, they, they, well, they met Roddy Bottom. Like he was getting pizza at a little pizza shop on Main Street in Worcester, and they like, hey, you're the whatever, and they they hung out, and then they went to the show, and they were on stage the whole time. And I was like, what the hell was that all about afterwards? Because Super Greg was the uh, they were the shit. It was so good. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But uh, but yeah. It, so it just seemed like, hey, I kind of I know those guys. Why are they there? <laughs> it was a. It was a. It's. It's still in my mind the best show I have ever seen. Was that? Was that show? Oh, I never got to see him on that tour. We'll get to that though. <laughs> hey, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So number one is Angel Dust. Yeah. You know, Jizzlobber you know, alone is. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> such a paramount tune. Yeah. And, and then it, it, lovely. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And those tunes are really fucking fun to play too live. Like when we do. Uh, Everything's ruined. Small victory, and uh, midlife crisis. It's so fun to play. Yeah, and midlife sad. crisis is a song I love, but I skip over it a lot. Oh yeah, I do. No, I mean <laughs> I, like, legit. Like I, I don't, I don't know. I want to get to Jizz Lobber, and I want to, you know, I want to. There's other stuff I want to get to, and it's like I've heard it so much. Like I know it's awesome. You just want to be lulled to sleep by Midnight Cowboy. No, that you see, that's one that oh. I would skip over as well. Oh really? No, not me. Yeah. I mean, I have to be in the right mood. Forty. Yeah. If I'm trying to show somebody like the, the uh, the drastic changes in the band, like, yeah. oh no, they're not just this. Listen to this, then uh, then I'll pull that stuff out. You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'll shut up. All right. All right. I'll, I'll bang out mine. Mine's. Uh, I think we're all gonna be kind of different. Uh, my my seven is Soul Invictus. I think for the sole reason it's just it's just so new. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I listened to it like crazy when it came out. Actually, I, I bought it on I. I bought it on vinyl, which I, I don't buy a lot of records, and uh, I didn't know it was actually like a, uh, like a see-through gold color, which hmm. it didn't advertise, so it was like a little bonus for me. Um, but it came with like a digital download, so I still got it that way, and I just burned it on a disc and like played it in my car for months on yeah. my commutes to work every day. It's a good album. I mean, oh, it, no, it is. It's a good it's, album. It just, it's, the other albums where we're like developing our minds and like our taste in music is... Yeah, but so it, it's... Like you can tell, it's it's guys who are kind of in, in their fifties rocking out now. But there's nothing wrong with that. No offense, Wally. No, it's uh, not fifty yet. <laughs> Get are you there. not fifty yet? Hold you? No, not yet. Holding on, yeah. Hold on. All right, I so we, we'll just apologize to Dave White. Now. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, or or Scott. Scott. He doesn't rock out. He's never rocked out. I think he owns a bass though, so it counts. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. Right now. But I, I uh, from that one, I like Sunny Side Up a lot. I mean, it's, but the music video too had a bunch of old people and old folks on playing. Which yep. was, I mean, one of them was uh, is that, uh, is it Tony Bruce Hiplo from he was in a Tim, Tim and Eric stuff. He was like on guitar or bass, I think. Uh, but then and Kona, I like Kona Shame a lot from that one. On that uh, music video in the old folks home, um, Derek Mears, who uh, was one of the Jasons in uh, one of the Friday, the, the, the reboot of Friday the Thirteenth, and he's he was Swamp Thing and the Swamp Thing TV show and everything. Um, he's a huge Faith No More fan, mm -hmm. huge Patton fan in general. So whenever I see him, when I see him at a con, that's all we would talk about is that. Yeah. And he he actually got a call because he's friends with the director of that video. And he's like, doing a Faith No More video if you want to come hang out on set. Oh, and he was yeah. like, oh my God. And he was all flipping out and they weren't even there. Oh, like, it was just right. Yeah. But he's like, he's oh, still, wow. he's like, it was still great. So did you say Terry Bruge Hiplo was on that video? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's in there. He, he oh, did, um... I got to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he do yesterday's weather or was that someone else who did that? 
No, that was him. Yeah. I, 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 I check it out with Steve Brule. Yeah. 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 He's. I think he's playing guitar or bass. Oh, that's uh, fantastic! I gotta <laughs> check that video out. Uh, my six is uh, album of the year. Sorry, Kevin. Whatever. Uh, I, no, I know. I, I, all these I can listen to. I still listen to these front to back. It's the only yeah. band I can honestly say that I, I listen to the entire catalog. Still, everything. yeah. I, I can't say that about any other band that I listen to personally. Right. Um, but you know, I listened to it like crazy. I got to see him on that tour, which was great. Um, like you guys, mouth to mouth. I remember that was when I was in. I mean, I was Wally, and when we played that before practice, we'd be playing Faith No More, and I would walk around, and people can't see it, but I'd be extending my feet and like doing it's like clapping with my hands <laughs> before bursting into a wrestling match or something. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, and I also like Christina a lot off that. I think there was a, a good uh, good way to end the album with that song. I mean, it's literally like two notes, but they did it so well. So, oh yeah. Um, and then my five, I have King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime. Uh, is my number five. Uh, again, I, that one I have strong memories because that was uh, my senior year of high school, and when we uh, graduated, I went with my friends and his family like on a. We went I think their vacation, but we drove to Florida. And so we listened to like that was one of like the like three albums in rotation the entire road trip. We drove there in twenty seven hours straight. So nice. there was a lot of a lot of Faith No More and Anthrax was played in his car, my friend's car. I don't have a problem with it, either of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it was good. It was uh, uh, King King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime and um Among the Living. Like pretty much like pretty much back and forth. Um, no uh but, no uh persistence of time. Um I think at that point I was a lot, just a lot of among the living, and no one argued with the choice. So, okay. I like persistence of time too. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I dig in the grave. Is this is one of my absolute favorite Faith No More songs overall? It's just fast and it's a, like a, it's an exciting sounding song to me. Mm-hmm. But I also like just a man a lot too, because they get the get the chorus in the end and they get all soulful and yeah everything. I get another good uh, way to end an album. Uh, my four was uh, introduce yourself. Um, like I said earlier, I I don't think I became aware of the Chuck Mosley stuff, and I mean it was I heard of it after the real thing, but I don't think I owned anything until I actually had Angel Dust in my possession. But when I got into it, I really got into it. Uh, but introduce yourself. Uh, I only had one song that I really, like, really, really, really love. It's Spirit off of that. It's just oh. a, like a fun a song and great song. He's pretty much talking about picking up a transvestite at a concert and taking them to another concert. Yeah, more or less. But yeah, I used, that was I just blasted on my boombox in my room. Uh, my number three uh, is I have, we care a lot. The other Chuck Mosley one. I listened to that one like crazy when I got it, even though it's the uh, you know it's like the the least produced the, uh, it's the most dated the, sounding album. I think. I think it is. I think you could say that at the same time, though, like what they were doing in '85, that wasn't being yeah, done. Yeah, you, you, if you, yeah, I guess if you think of it that way. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, because I've heard it so much, I don't think of it as like, oh, this is like an '80s sound kind of thing personally. But like, it could, you could say that because I guess of the uh, the the keyboards or the synth limitations that maybe were being used at the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's it's like I think it's maybe the most danceable album. Yeah. As you can, as you seen me on stage, I'm not a dancer. I know, but I'm <laughs> saying if someone who would want to dance to it no more, they would probably have the most options on this one. Okay. 
I remember it makes me think, uh, I had a random memory back when Kevin and I were still on our band Paco and we practiced with uh, our friends, uh, Dave, Mark, and Chris. You know, Dave was, of course, a fan and Chris was too, but Mark didn't didn't know about Old Faith no more. So we just started like learning out songs from We Care a lot. Like, with like, with no problem. Any song, we like went through a bunch of them. We just started like, you know, the jungle sounds great. And, and Mark's was, like, what the fuck? Like, what? He was like confused at what we were doing. But um, I like I started Mark, screaming out extreme songs. More than words, more than words, okay? <laughs> There's a hole in my heart. No really like, help. Yeah. That's the only I think that's good as the that's the only song you can think of. Yeah, yep. That's it's a song called Kitty Ego. Oh, All right. No, that they, they had um Get the Funk Out. Remember that? Oh yes. Yeah. My sister had that album. She says every story. This is not about them. Let's go there. Let's more. Yeah. yeah. But um Mark Bowen, another like all time favorite. That's like my favorite Mosley era, I think. Mark Bowen. Actually, Wally, I had to ask you. I had sent you uh I'd started doing a version of that. A while back, yes. and any 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 progress on guitars for that? Possibly, I haven't. No, I haven't worked on that. That's okay. I, I haven't just... touched it. I've been too busy podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I just yeah that I think that one grew me. I think it used to be as the worm turns, which I still really love. But yeah. Mark Owen overtook that as my favorite mostly song. Uh, my number two is a real thing. It still holds a very near dear place in my heart because uh, mm. that's the first that I was exposed to it. Uh, I felt even more drawn to it when I did see that album cover. It was just a weird album cover. It's like it's like upside down, you know, weird burnt out plane with uh, drops of milk with fire in the middle. Like mm. who who thought to make such a thing? And then oh, here's your album cover. Like do they just like? I wonder if they had a choice in in the matter, or if like the executive were like well, we thumbed through these uh, this backlog of paintings we haven't used. There you're gonna have this milk fire thing. But <laughs> I, I think it works, and it's you know it's. That visual is uh, also what I was gonna. I forgot to say it earlier. I liked how the cassette for that one had like the blue strip on the inside. Hmm. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, like, actually, I still like, have my cassette. Oh, it, yeah. oh, I don't know if I had. I used to, I had mine for a long time, but I don't know if it survived my many moves. I've, oh. yeah, it, that's my every tape deck I ever owned when I was a kid was absolute like horseshit garbage tape deck. So yeah. I would eat it would eat tapes like all the time. So yeah. eventually I just like, okay, I'm just gonna get the CD. And then I had the long boxes and I had the long boxes on my wall. Oh, the long boxes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but from that one I like from out of nowhere a lot. And uh I still like Epic. I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that. It's if we're driving and it comes on, I'm like, huh, oh, yeah, turn it on. Like yeah. if I'm at home, I'm not gonna be like, I really just want to hear Epic right now. Like I still do it on occasion. Actually, when I was last night when I was creating my my list for this i listened to certain songs and that was one of them mm-hmm. just so it starts even like as soon as like the the, the pickets the guitar strings there's like a sound that comes in before the actual chord hits it's i don't know it's i still i love that a lot um it was funny too um i'll play things for my friend and i've told kevin that he's he's become interested in primus he's five and um he likes primus and likes devo so we were playing in the basement after dinner tonight and i was like what do you want to listen to tonight and at first he was a primus, like, oh, we just listened to them last night. He's like, okay, oh, Devo. I'm like, well, if you listened to them recently, let me try this. And I put on a real thing and from, you know, just the whole album and from out of nowhere. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, this is good. And he was like, we were just like literally like kicking a beach ball around and he was just dancing like the entire, like for like 35 minutes that we got to listen to it. 
But even it was funny when like Zombie Eaters came on, he was just like interpretively dancing like slowly and like <laughs> like very like, very delicately to it. Like he understood like the so yeah. Actually, uh, I'll get to it later. But I, there was another song that he danced funny too. Um, but my number one is Angel Dust. That's my uh, that's my my go to and Jizz Lauber was my favorite for that for a very long time. Although it has been overtaken by Caffeine. Yeah. Oh, I still look just like, but caffeine just over the years, over these what almost like what twenty eight years, Jesus world. Um, yeah, I know. Caffeine is it now for me from that one, and I like the. Uh, the that, that's the thing is we 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 talked about stuff before, and like when we were doing the podcast at my house, and I want to say that I I said that um, King for a Day was my number one at that point. Oh, so, like I've switched since then. Yeah, I have. I mean, make it's a goddamn mind. huh? Make a big goddamn mind. No. What if, what if like Billy Gould hears this podcast? Then I'd be like, you have way too much time in your hand. <laughs> yeah, probably. Would you have some sweatpants to put on? Yeah, I, I, that'd be awesome. He went back to him, like he grew his hair back out and just went to like sweatpants and like a white t-shirt. I saw, I saw he did a, one of those videos that and, like all the musicians are like in in their house doing yeah. that. I think I did. I send it to you. I might have, but um, he did one recently, and um, he just looks wicked old. Like he looks. I know everyone else. Everyone else is like very young. Like it's like all these like young guys, and then it's just him, and he's he fucking kills it though. Like it's it's really good. I'll track it down, and if I didn't send it to you, I'll send it to you. But um, it was really good. I think they're all like. I think for the most part, like they gotta be in their like mid fifties by now. I know Mike. I know Mike was a little bit younger than the rest of them, but yeah. Yeah, Mike Borden's got white dreads. Mm. Those dreads. They're but yellow. They're, they're like uh like when dreads get old and yellow and uh they smell like cat piss. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 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 mine for the albums. Oh. I like the artwork too on that one. I was not, not like shocked, but when you open up the uh that I guess had two, so you had you know, whatever on the cover, the the bird and everything, but then you have the uh, the the slaughterhouse on the inside. Oh yeah. That, that giant cow head with all the pieces of meat you know that weird picture with their faces is superimposed over the russian soldiers it's kind of strange but it still makes sense for them and their personality um i wanted to bring up a couple of uh, other songs that weren't on albums and i'm sure that you guys like b-sides or you know all that shit um are you familiar with uh either we have the not cassette i mean not cd single but a cd ep called uh songs to make love to yes that's 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 I played that for my son two nights ago, and he went nuts dancing for that one. Which, really? So you know oh, it's yeah. about shit, though, right? What's that? It's about shit. Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it shit fest? Is that what it translates to? I think to so. Or? I think oh. festival of shit. Yeah. Oh, bro, I never, I never looked yeah. into the. Uh, Did you know where? Did you know where? Send him to like uh, a some German place. I don't know. Have him sing it. Just yell dash shoot some fest and see what happens. Yeah. Yes. I'll send my five-year-old son alone. To Germany, some head to Germany to yell Dutch shoots and fest and see what happens. With that great uh, sampled dog bark in it. Oh, yeah. Udvek, Udvek, He did uh, Let's Lynch the Landlord, the Dead Kennedys song. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a nice little. I still have that. That survived. Yeah. I, I like, um, I want to say that that was one of the few times that my dad let me skip school. To go get like he let me skip school and drove me to Newberry Comics on Newberry Street to get it the day it came out in Boston. Yeah, songs to make oh. love to. He he also did that for me um, 
it was a, I, I want to say it was like a, a Primus album. Um, he he let me do that because I just wanted it like right then and there. And this was before there was a Newberry Comics around. Um, oh. Yeah, my dad was cool. Nice. He still is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, yeah, he like I, I was like all excited, and it was mostly because of Easy, because right. It's such a great cover of Easy, and that's another yeah. one that I just don't listen to anymore. Like I just like. I'd say I don't. I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to that one. Like, right. but it's, it's impressive. Like if if someone's like, oh, whatever, is this rap guy? I'm like, have you ever heard that version of Easy? Like he's amazing. Yeah. Like, and um, but because of that, and then the whole thing was just great. Have either of you heard the a song called "The Perfect Crime," which was on Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey soundtrack? No, Faith No More song. I must have. I think I, it was something that did not make the real thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it's I I think it's a it's a decent song, um, but it's I think you could tell it's still like kind of the real thing how Mike Patton was singing mm. before he changed his just a little nasally maybe. What about the uh, the one from uh, the one they did the, with the Booyah Tribe? Oh, another body murdered. Yeah, yeah. the uh, Judgment Night soundtrack. Yeah, Judgment Night. Yeah, that's great. It is. It's my. It's it's not the best one off of that album, unfortunately. No, it, no. The uh, the House of Pain one, yeah. with um, Helmet that is crazy good. That's yeah. a really good song. But anyways, but yeah, that 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 one's neat. Even though it's it's mostly just the Booyah Tribe rapping, and then like Patton's going like in like in the background, <laughs> screeching in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like like at one point. Just like that, sounds just like it. There's a um, I'm looking it up right now. I know there was a yeah, Faith No More, like Chuck Mosley recorded something for the real thing, like uh, the morning after. But it, you know, it was him singing something else. Have you have either of you heard that before? I don't think I have. It's it's just weird because it's the morning after, but it's Chuck Mosley singing like his his style over it. Now, like I, I don't know. I mean, I just never bothered to look. But what was the what was the reasoning for the 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 change in the band? Like, why did they get rid I of Mosley? And it was kind of a few things. It was like class of personalities, his drug use. Hmm. This wasn't. Yeah, um, and that the, the the book explains it. But um, am I able to share links in this bullshit, or is it just you? Yeah, you can if you if you do the uh, the comments. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, no, no, private chat. I'm sorry. Do a private chat. Oh, yelling at me. Son of a bitch. Just for like <laughs> whatever you want to maybe afterwards, but it's just it's just weird to hear him singing over a song. I become so used to hearing Mike Patton sing over. So yeah, it's, it is also like a demo version, so it's it's not the the, the finished studio version. Yeah, but Pat, yeah, as the worm turns is awesome. So whatever. As the worm turns, uh, when when Patton does it, is great. So oh, it is. I really like the. Let's talk about you, fat bastards. We've all seen it, right? Oh yeah, very long time. Oh wow, I um I got that on VHS for my 13th birthday, so I played the shit out of that. I don't have it anymore, and I'm I'm mad that I don't. I mean, I, I found it on DVD years later, but I watched that a ton. Um, it's you know like an hour concert. It's mostly the real thing, but they did as a worm turns on that, and this is before again before I knew that they had. I thought there was like a brand new band that didn't have anything prior to this. I'm like. I wasn't thinking about oh this band is very popular for being so brand new in England. <laughs> now, I'm a stupid twelve to thirteen year old. I don't know things. What an idiot! But I love that version of as the worm turns that they did there. But and also did we care a lot and like oh these are, must be new songs that they're gonna 
put out later. But you were wrong. I was very wrong. Even though Roddy Bottom's like, there's another old one for you. I just like ignored that. Old, old is uh, obviously old means new in England. Yeah. Also, old, old means four years old because <laughs> that's old it was. Yeah. But no, it was it was like it was a great concert video. But I also like at one point, uh, Mike Patton just farts into the mic, smells it, and says it was real. Yeah. During the set. <laughs> Right before yeah. Edge of the World. How do I get yeah. that? <laughs> Listen. <Right. Yeah. laughs> that was real. <laughs> Here's a song about old men molesting younger girls. <laughs> Far. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was one, but um so, well, did you have did you have it on VHS? Yes, did I did. I actually I still have it. You have Some, yours. Oh, yeah. you son of a bitch. I'm gonna come to your house yeah. and steal it. Definitely. And then Dude. replace your cat piss with my piss and you'll be drinking my <laughs> oh. No. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Just as potent, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just a fun. I just wanted to bring it up quick because it was a I've fun. Never, I never owned it. Like, I, I never owned it. I rented it. You're lost, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Why didn't your dad drive you to a store to get that? I have mm -hmm. no idea. I'm going to I'm gonna ask him tomorrow. That's right. Five but in the yeah. morning. Give him a call. Remember back in the 90s? You yeah. son of a bitch. 1990, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So speaking of life stuff, too... Uh, I know uh, I've seen him with Kevin before, but this will start with Wally. How many times do you think you've seen him? I never seen him perform live. What? Yeah, not That's, once. Mm, it, it's yeah. I did so many opportunities over the years, over the what decades. Happened? I just never get around to seeing him. Oh, uh, we, we actually had all intentions to go with this past tour when they were playing at um, in the Xfinity Center. Yeah. Right? Great Woods. It's called Great Woods. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Great Woods. The first time I was going to go, uh, I was still in high school at the time, and a couple of guys working my father, they were going to go to, oh, I think it was Club Babyhead in Providence, and Faith No More was opening up for this band called Circus of Power. I don't know if you remember mm. them. No. Kind of like a bikey metal band. And uh, it was a school night, so I couldn't go. But, yeah. Oh, man. The next day, dude, you got to see this band and open up for Circus of Power. Crazy guy would, and back then he's like, oh, he had shorts and a and, and a flannel on, and he's jumping around. And every single song, the lead singer would put a different hat on. He had like a military hat, then he had like a football hat, then he had like cowboy hat. And he's like, oh yeah, he's like, yeah, right. he do that, yeah. <laughs> and just over the years, I never got a chance to see him. I remember that one time that you guys seen him. On, with that the initial reunion show in Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I was, wanted like I wanted to go to that show so fucking bad with you guys. It just didn't work I out. One of the reasons because we, we don't think we, we didn't didn't know that they would be doing more. This is like one of like six shows they were doing in North America. So like oh we have to we have to go see this show because who knows? Yeah. And it, it's it was an amazing show. Oh it was like, amazing. It was further amazing because Neil Hamburger opened. Yeah. And oh then, no kidding. And then Razelle. Yeah. Doing <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a crazy it was it was awesome. It was like outdoors. It was like still light out. It was yeah. It was when, when that, like they pointed out, they're like, Oh, it's awesome that you're here, but look at the look at our view. And like if you turn around, it was just like the New York skyline and you know, it yeah. was it was it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's the only time. time it's the only time I've ever like driven like really, really far. Yeah, that was a that was a really long drive, but it was, it was. totally worth it. We just, we just left afterwards, right? Yep. We, we just left home. and went home. Yep. It's a long day. But I think my uh, my brother-in-law got to go before he was my brother-in-law. So that was yeah. cool. We got a oh, little okay. brownie points there. My ex. 
the next question. I know. And then I, I, I still bring it up. Uh, well, my actually, my wife brings it up because a good portion of the drive there, there was zero music being played. <laughs> I don't I like, really. I don't remember. It's brutal. I'm like, we're just driving in silence to Brooklyn. Wow. Ugh. I'm sorry. It's that probably. Yeah, it's not I, it's not my car i can't mm. control it but anyway <laughs> the first time i saw them was on angel dust and oh, with helmet and it was that like very memorable show like i remember like i had seats and the seats got tore up and just thrown in the corner because they were just held together with zip ties <laughs> um and like we're just ripping them apart and throwing them over and I don't know. It was, it was awesome. And at one point, Patton had like, I don't know if it was a Cornish game hen or it's just a really small chicken. And he's like, this is my friend Dookie Hauser. He wants you to fuck him, fuck him hard. And he like threw it like a football and it hit the ground and exploded. And everyone was just <laughs> falling everywhere because it was so greasy. <laughs> just falling. It was, but it was fantastic. People were falling off the balcony there. It was great. Jesus. It was great. Um, Nobody fucked it though. I can't forget to ask you. I, I don't know if you ever did. Or, I'm hoping this is true. In my mind, I'm picturing that you you crowd surfed and you got up to the front. You were crossing right at the front of the stage. You're Jim Martin. He had a ruler so you could measure how big his part was reaching up on stage. No, I no. never. I've never crowd surfed. I've been too scared. But um, um, I've always been a larger gentleman. Not even not even to measure Jim Martin's part in his hair. Yeah, well, if I could go back in time, maybe I would. But yeah. I haven't beat my part. Goes forever. <laughs> ear to ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes like butt cheek to other butt cheek. <laughs> But um, but yeah. Then I think the second time I saw him was probably Loco Bazooka, and you were there for that. Was, yeah, yeah. You got windburn on your face. In that oh, windburn show. and sun poisoning that day. Oh, oh, sun poisoning. That's what. Yeah, your face got all. Oh, like, I, ended, yeah. I got windburn too. Yeah. It was like it was like sun poisoning, and I had like just scabs all over my face. It was horrible, and I had to go to work the next day. I, oh. I remember that um at that show when they were playing, and the, I don't know if it was their very last song, but they're like, you know, the like the -na 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 -na, and Mike Pence is like, show me the money over and over again until people, people started throwing change at him. <laughs> that was a great show. I mean, it's it, it, actually um the cream team played, mm -hmm. and their whole reasoning for wanting to play that year was because of Faith No More. Um, and uh, but that was a that was an interesting year that like Godsmack played, Limp Biscuit played that year. Yeah, and Faith No More was the headliner. That's all I remember is Faith No More. Yeah, well, I remember Brad from uh, the Cream Team got up during. Uh, he jumped on stage during the Limp Biscuit set and like rapped. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a big Limp Biscuit fan. But um, oh, boy, yeah. Whew. But um, but yeah, I don't know it was it was still a great show. I mean, and then after that, I think I think every time I've seen him with with was with you. Yeah, because well, that's mine with Brooklyn was it? In and then we saw him how many years ago? Last uh, time, actually, the, it was May eleventh, the twenty fifteen, at the Orpheum in Boston. Yeah, so I've way seen like two rows from the back of the entire place. It was still worth it. Oh no, it was. It was and actually, that was great because that's the only time like I sure they've done it, but it, I they they covered Spirit, which I didn't think they did in like in their repertoire ever. Like I know they did other Chuck Mosley songs here and there, but I was like, oh, they're and actually harmonizing it and everything was crazy. Mm. It was great. And actually, um, I know that they they did it on occasion. I think they did the, the the Brooklyn show, and I they maybe did it here. But one of the songs, I forget which one, they just busted into uh, the breakdown insert Duke by Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is like it was like, like goofy and funny. Yes. Oh, it was good. No, I'm 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 like I'm still shocked that Wally hasn't seen them. Yeah. Like, I, you really I, need to go when when this whole bullshit is over you really need to go let's do it see bungle i want to go and just watch you i just want to i want to i want to go and just watch you watch them 
<laughs> I did see Bungle with yeah. Milk Banana during a Disco Volante tour. Oh, yeah. I never, oh, nice. Nice. I, never I, was, I was at the same show, but I didn't know you yet. Oh, really? At okay. the Avalon in Boston? Yes, yeah. Yep, I was yeah. there, too. I had one other one, though. Is that it was, I saw Faith the Morning King for a Day Fool for a Lifetime at the Avalon in Boston. Nice. That, was my, that was my first time seeing them. I think I had the same thing. Um, I don't know if it was a weeknight for the uh, the uh, Angel Dust one, but I don't think my dad didn't wasn't psyched about me going to Worcester. Yeah, my, well, you know, my was, parents didn't care. I, I lived in Worcester, so I was, well, I was fifteen, and yeah, yeah they didn't. Yeah, I mean, it was ninety. Was it like ninety two or ninety three? Yeah, well, 15, and they were touring yeah. for it, so I was like a I was like a junior in high school probably. Yeah. But uh, I did actually get on stage briefly. I just stage dove. I didn't do anything nice. for that one, which was it was still fun though. It was it was it was an awesome show. It was and they had the other. It wasn't Trace Bruce. He only recorded in the studio, but they had the the touring guitarist. He was their guitar tech. Yeah, but it was still it was a fun show. But it was I think it was weird because I know and, and again in the book at that point, uh, especially in the U.S., they weren't as successful as prior albums, so they cut that tour short because they just what. They just like had more shows playing. They're like, nope, fuck it, we're not doing it. They were kind of in disarray at that point. Like, I guess Trace Bruins was going to tour, but then decided not to. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess he wrote, "Let's drive my heater again." Welcome back. Welcome back, heater. Once or twice a recording. Um, he, I think, parts of the, the the string parts or possibly the chorus parts for just a man he like wrote right before they recorded like in like the studio restroom hmm. well he was yeah. hooping yep he's like yeah as he was wiping he's like i got it he actually just <laughs> dipped his finger in the poop he was writing it was writing notes on the toilet paper and shit. I was say, like he's like give me some paper and he's just he, as he wiped his button he just like etched it into the poop <laughs> licking his finger first out of hell. <laughs> oh oh yeah. boy oh no but yeah, so those I, I four times I've seen him. Um, uh, one thing I kind of glazed over was uh, any um, music videos that you may have enjoyed by them more than others. I mean, it was all earlier stuff for me. Um, yeah, I was going through YouTube and like checking out their other. There's a bunch that they have video for that I've never seen. Oh, like what? I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Like was it stuff like album of the year or yeah album of the year and uh, yeah. probably even like I don't know did they have anything on King for a day? Yeah, dig in the grave they did. I've seen that. Yeah, one. I saw that one. Evidence, evidence. before. Yeah, but there, there was there was like a bunch. I was just like, hmm. I'm like, all right. So this one, there's one uh, that was off a real thing that I had never seen. Which do you remember which one it was? No, and it was um, I'm very very good at this. I've, Underwater I'm, love, maybe. Oh, no, there was one girl was like Patton was very annoying in it. Like I was just like, oh, like he oh, it's from out of nowhere. Maybe. No, I I know it's from out of nowhere. I just believe me. Yeah. Because is he wearing like a like a like a speedo and a leather jacket and like running in place? No. Oh, because that one. If have you seen Wally? Have you yeah. seen the from out of nowhere music video? Uh, yeah, years ago. I thought that was oh. just like a, a stage shot. Well, it was. I think it was. It was like you know the live setting, but yeah, like, go, go back and watch it again. You'll get to feel embarrassed for him in that video. Uh, I, I've, I've was, I felt embarrassed for him for a couple of them. Oh. Um, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Are you watching now? No, no. I'm just pulling it up. Oh no, no. It's it's from out of nowhere. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, he's, he's wearing like a like a 
a tank top. Like, oh, but when he's got sunglasses on and he's just like, nah, nah. like I'm just yeah, like, Jesus I, Christ. I think at that point that was his first music video, so he didn't know what to do. So he thought he was doing things that were cool or whatever. But yeah, it's 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 pretty painful to watch. At the end, when he points at the camera and the, the, the whispers, you know, he whispers goodbye in the song and he does it, like pointing at the camera. It's yeah. like, oh no, bad. Everyone else is fine, you know. Roddy Bottom has his uh, weird cowboy hat and his sunglasses, and Jim Martin's Jim Martin and everything. And so, but like in in like uh, evidence, ashes to ashes, and small victory. Yeah, like, you're just like wow, Patton just looks like a vampire. Like you've never seen any of those before. Well, no, some of them I had, but I, I don't oh. think I ever saw evidence. Oh, I don't think, I don't think I'd ever seen that one. Um, it's weird. Like I like I saw the ones that they did covers in the where they're not even in the music video. Like one of the videos that I like after the fact that they had like no involvement really. The story. Right. Like, yeah, just yeah, I don't like those ones. I I, don't, I mean I kind of do at the same time. Like like um, what is the uh, I started the joke. I don't like that one. It's got a Hobbit in it. Oh, I'd, I'd have to go. Which one? I'd have to go back. I haven't uh, seen it. The main guy, Martin Freeman. Yeah, he's in oh, it. Really? Oh. Yeah, he's also from The Office. But anyways, yes. but uh, I mean, I don't know, like falling to pieces, and even the Ant song video, I like. Um, oh, that's, that's fun, yeah. Like I said, the, the the extra hand coming in there, and yeah, it's fun. Yeah, Ant song, like Billy Gould had that like one weird like dread that he like was trying to shake around the whole video. Someone's <laughs> like, cut that thing off and get some sweatpants, okay? Yeah, yeah, really. Do, do strip shirts? Do you see the music video for strip shirts? Strip search. Strip search. Yes. I, I like that, that one. That one was, that was really, really well made, and it's obvious that uh, Mike Patton has like a condom full of drugs up his ass. Yeah. He busted for at the end. What about um? What about everything's ruined? That's, that's like the that greatest one. video. That's the best <laughs> video. Right video there. fitting is just going backwards in and out of the uh, Steagle's asshole in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, no, they, do you know the backstory for that video? The reason they, why it was so chintzly made? It's just they blew their. Their music video budget on the other shit, all the uh, the other ones. So they just exactly, like, yeah, which was great because yeah, Billy Gould's just like a like in the Russian yeah military stuff, and Jim Martin just has like a leather vest and no shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's wonderful. It's fun. I still like. I, I tried showing um, my son Epic and falling to pieces, and he kind of took an interest. I think he might have been a little bit freaked out because it's like you know a floating hand with an eye and lightning bolts, and then. Falling to pieces can be a little. Uh, well, that one's sick, but, but I just I I like the look of it. I mean, again, when I 1989, I'm listening to like Warrant and Slaughter and Poison. Oh yeah, and, so I, and I see this, I'm like, what the fuck? Like not in, in you know because the the sound, of course, but then like the visual to go with it was like, like what? What yeah. is this? It, it was like it was truly like the first mind blowing experience I had for a band was that. And to have the the, the bonus vision to go along with it, it just enhanced it further. It was, yeah. it was wonderful. But then they, I, I, I kind of appreciated they kept the director the same director and they kind of did the same thing for for Falling to Pieces. It was it was a little different, but like it almost. Have you guys seen um, like uh, Guar's Phallus in Wonderland by chance? Very long time ago. Oh, they you know how like pretty much like the background is just like weird clouds and how about Flash Gordon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like those was like those like weird clouds and shit. Like there was like that kind of atmosphere going, which which I liked. It was like some room in like the, in like the you know some like million miles away galaxy where it's just like a band's playing for who knows what. Yeah, makes you know, sense. It it was yeah. It it struck me. It it spoke to me. I'm gonna strike you. 
Oh, hurts. The bonus question that I thought of when I, I texted you was um, if you, uh, especially with Buff Wally, since he hasn't seen them yet, tisk tisk. Oh snap! If you uh, not not making an entire live set, but like, what would you uh, if you got to choose what they opened and closed the set with, and then what they did for like a couple of song encore? We'll start with Wally on that one. How would you open a Faith No More set? Oh boy. I think a, a really decent tune to open this set with would be Pristina. Almost kind of like a Jane's Addiction up the beach type of epic, heavy chord intro type of song. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say here, but it's a decent dark. intro song like, for a like, set. Like stage when that's happening. Like you can kind of see things, but. And. Um, Another song I thought would be a great opener is song that we usually open our set is a faster disco. It's kind of a decent warm up tune. And yeah. It, dig that. So you have uh, Mike Patton opening a Faith the More set with a Chuck Mosley song. Possibly. Yeah. Mm. It'd be wild. <laughs> we did that before. Okay. So how, and how would you, uh, what would the, before the encore, what would the, the quote unquote last song be? Uh, Spirit. Definitely. That, that, that's what we usually end our sets with spirit. It's just great tune. And uh, you mentioned it before. I love how they do the, the, the opening vocal part of that song. Now it's almost like a four part harmony type of thing. It's almost like a, a tribute to Chuck Mosley yeah. type of somber type of tribute to him. And bam, they go right into it. It's such a great tune. That, that's a great song to end and leave them like, exhausted after a set yeah i I forgot that they even did that i totally forgot that they, that they did it I have to that. yeah i have to track down to see if it's online there's a I, great i got a video oh, of it on my phone yeah there's a great uh video of them doing that i think they were doing a set at amoeba amoeba records in oh nice la so it's gonna be that, quality right yeah and it's relatively recent within the last 10 years they do a great version of Spirit. I think, I think I uh, think our friend Dave sent a you know like for a while the big thing online was like a live performance, but they would like make it goofy, like people would break record their own stuff over it. Oh yes, yeah. I think there was one for I think it might have been Faith More and Amoeba, and like they're starting a song and it I thought it was real at first. It was like, <laughs> oh, it, it was, like but it was you know like it's like random music sounds like they were getting ready to start a song, but like in, in real life, Mike Patton says something to John Hudson before they start the song, but in this one, it's just like Mike Patton's just like, don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, or Shreds video. Yeah, yeah. Shreds. Check yeah. that out. Would you, uh, would, the, would, the, would Spirit be it? Would there be an encore? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah two-song encore you were mentioning? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say uh, the last two songs would be uh, their cover of the Gigi Allen classic. I want to fuck myself <laughs> into jizz lobber and just yeah. leave him with that. Yeah, leave him, <laughs> leave him, like leave everyone hurting. Yeah, with Roddy Bottom at the you know doing the, the keyboard outro and have him walk off. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice, yeah. Kevin. Um, so, just because I like I like the more aggressive stuff, I want to I want it to kick in like a mofo. So I actually open with with a like I, I picture a dark stage, that with the lights just like you know kind of matching, the opening. But a uh, surprise you're dead is how I would like a uh, just like uh, punch in the face, 
and then actually close with naked in front of the computer. Because I don't know if I don't know if I've ever even seen or heard them do that live. That's fantastic. And then um, for for an encore, I mean, just because as the worm turns is the is the is the bee's knees. And then I actually have Jizz Lobber as well, is oh, my yes. uh, is my second, because uh, yeah, it's just like okay, all right, we, we just came back with a really fun as the worm turns, and then uh, here's a punch right in the taint for Jizz Lobber. There's an amazing uh, bootleg if you ever find it. I had it on cassette, but I think this video of that particular show that they did back in '93 at the Phoenix Festival, the day that Gigi Allen died, mm. you could tell Mike. Patton was in like in rare form. Yeah. He he just he 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 was yeah, he was like screaming throughout all those clean songs. <laughs> he was just Did he uh is that when he made Jim Martin stop playing to, in uh, big, to have a moment of silence? Yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. a beginning right before that uh yep. tune. Yeah. <laughs> I said Jim Jim, I'm serious, stop playing. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the part in my hair? Yeah. Who tells me what to do? I have, I have four pairs of glasses on right now. I have that bootleg tape back when you can buy the bootleg things from like flea markets. I have that one. Yeah. 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 I had the same one. Then it was a, a Santiago Chile one from the King for a Day tour. Mm-hmm. I think at the same time. But <laughs> the internet. That's all that's where all that stuff lives now. It does. The internet. Uh, I would have open with uh, I would have no uh, no lights. There'll be caffeine, but there'll be an extended uh, of the the puppy sounds or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is at the start. Like like like, like three minutes of just that. Yeah, and then it would just kick in suddenly. Um, I would end the main set. I would do Jizz Lover then personally. That's just oh, me. Yeah? I would yeah. But the reason for that is uh, for my encore. Uh, it would be you know if we're doing this in current times, but I know, and I'm, I'm fantasizing here, of course, but I would have both Chuck Mosley and Back from the Grave and Jim Martin come out because they would do As the Worm Turns and then they would end with Spirit. So you'd have multiple guitars and multiple vocals happening. So that would be my... my, my I, I didn't, I didn't know that we could have um, non-reality involved. <laughs> well, that's your problem for not for not having... Jim Martin comes back and plays pumpkins like, like bongos. So, giant pumpkin award winning. No, actually, they actually will at a giant pumpkin. He perps out, he bursts out of it like a giant birthday cake, but he's like covered in like slime and, and it's, not even, it's not even cut around the top. So, he's gonna like literally just like, just like, he's doing the one inch punch like in Kill Bill. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, we, I think we've uh, we've done it. And uh, I just want to say right now, maybe uh, down the road. With you uh, guys, maybe I would like to do a, a, a Mr. Bungle specific one if you'd like. I would be down. No. Since Wally's seen them live, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so thank you both for, for doing this and uh, talking about uh, one of the best bands that ever was. I still tell people they're uh, like my favorite band. So I do too. That's they are my favorite band. I, I break things down into subgenres, but when so like. If it was a favorite punk band, I obviously wouldn't be them. Yeah. All around band, they're my favorite. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yes. Definitely all... my top three. Top yeah. Three all time. I don't want to ask you the other ones because I'm afraid. <laughs> I know. I, I, I can, I think I can. Can I try? Can I guess? Sure. Fish? 
no, they're not in my top three. Great Grateful Dead. Uh, nope. Led Zeppelin. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I, I love Zeppelin too. Uh, <laughs> I, well, those are mine. What was the other one? I, I have to know now because I tried guessing. Uh, Jimi Hendrix Experience. Oh, okay. It's respectable. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like it's like the Allman Brothers. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the Oak Ridge Boys. Jethro Tolls in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Bungle Zappa. Yeah. Kevin's a big Zappa yep. guy. No. <laughs> I get it. I respect it completely, but and it's not me. You don't know, you know, just drive around listening to jazz from hell with the windows down, blasting it. Oh god. <laughs> I I only put it on when I go through a drive thru and I, like as I try to order I just blare it. Yeah. At Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, watch coffee, please. <laughs> help. Boop, yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's All it. Right. It is. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, thank you. You gave answers when I wanted them. So great. Goodbye. Hooray. Goodbye. I want answers. No. No. No.